We are the people of home. 424 days ago, we became our own nation. Our nation, aptly named home, has since endured a nine-month blackout, established the global standard of bells as our currency, elected Jacob Householder as our first president, and now we are in the midst of a flag contest where you can shape the future of this nation. With you as the citizens and me as your news anchor, we explore the culture, the history, the politics, and the economics of this young nation. With that said, let us get on with the broadcast. Welcome home. Today's broadcast is brought to you by you, the listeners. Through your engagement on Reddit at r slash the people of home and on Twitter with at the people of home, you are building this nation. You can also support the show at patreon.com slash the people of home, where for as little as $1 a month, you'll have access to our metasodes, bonus episodes discussing the creation of the broadcast itself. Due to the public opinion expressed by you, the listeners, the Constituent Assembly has moved to postpone the bid to join the International Slate of Nations. The official statement reads as follows. We have heard the voice of the people and their concerns about joining the International Slate of Nations too soon in our nation's history. Although the majority of the Constituent Assembly feels we should still pursue our seat, we've decided, as government and as homies, that we should take seriously the concerns of our fellow homies and thus postpone our advancement into the slate. The intention is to discuss this further, not just as a government, but as a nation. We welcome your comments and thoughts and hope that we, as your constituent assembly, will be better able to serve you as we move forward, focusing on what's going on at home. Of course, you can join in on the conversation on Reddit and on Twitter. Links will be in the show notes of this broadcast. In other news this week, the Flags for Home contest continues. You can send your submissions to thepeopleofhome at gmail.com and share your flag using the hashtag FlagsForHome on Twitter and on Instagram. Of course, the winner will have a full-size flag of their submitted design mailed to them, and they will be named the Ambassador of Home for one year, seeing as they will be the first to fly the flag of home. And now an update on a story that began a week or so ago. Two young men who were apprehended last week for a string of vandalism are due to appear in court next week. The families who were affected say they are not so much offended as they are confused as to why someone would graffiti slurs against their fellow homies. Many are upset by the happenings and hope to see this issue resolved soon. We will continue following that story. On a lighter note, preparations for our Forest Flower Festival are beginning. Next week, will be the first Forest Flower Festival, otherwise known as Festival, will be able to properly enjoy since becoming a sovereign nation over a year ago. Last year, well in the dark, our festivities were generally kept small. From what I understand, this year will be something else entirely. We'll have more on that next week. And Tim Mathias, well known for his epic dark fantasy series called The War of Histories, has taken the top spot 
on the new Forest and Best Sellers list. We'll be sitting down with him after this message. Today's broadcast is brought to you by you, the listeners. Through your engagement on Reddit at r slash the people of home and on Twitter with at the people of home, you are building this nation. You can also support the show at patreon.com slash the people of home, where for as little as $1 a month, you'll have access to our metasodes, bonus episodes discussing the creation of the broadcast itself. Today, I am joined by Tim, who is a local author and is the first number one on the new Forest and Best Sellers list. How are you doing today, Tim? I'm doing great. Thank you for asking. So your trilogy, The War of Histories, is described as an epic dark fantasy series. What exactly is an epic dark fantasy series? Well, that's a great question. So by epic, I'm referring to the scope in terms of both the problem that the hero faces in terms of the magnitude of the problem, as well as the scope of locales that the characters travel to. Distant lands, huge sprawling medieval cities, and the dark component of it is referencing some of the subject matter that it, that it deals with. It's not for all audiences necessarily, as there are some moments of of violence and heartbreak. And uh, I I actually had an opportunity to read through the trilogy uh, before we had you on the show here. And, uh, and I agree, it is certainly an epic, it is certainly dark, and it is fantasy. Uh, with the fantasy component, however, you have really fleshed out your own world and your own universe. Uh, what was that creation process like? Well, it was, it was exhausting at times, and, and certainly many writers can attest to the fact that it can at times also be a challenge to stop creating your world, to say, I have enough here and to, to not fall into the, the trap of going on endlessly with details that may not be relevant to the story. But I took a cue from some historical texts, and I added some fantastical elements to it just to just dress it up a little bit. And it, it was certainly dressed, uh, dressed beautifully. I did feel as though uh, you were carefully guiding me as the reader through the universe and slowly introducing new elements. It was really easy and pleasurable to get into. So without spoiling anything for future readers, what is the story about? The story focuses on two protagonists at the beginning. To be concise, one protagonist is a soldier who is nearing the end of his term of service and he wants to get back back home to his homeland, to his family. But making that choice after he discovers an unusual and peculiar threat, making the choice to go back home could be the worst decision that he makes. The other protagonist is a, uh, a young, arrogant uh, priest or cleric uh, who believes that he is equipped to deal with any problem, any challenge that he faces. And he comes up against something that is connected to the problem that the other protagonist is facing, even though they are an ocean apart. They are facing a connected threat. And he must struggle with things that he thought were false and impossible in order to combat this problem. 
It is certainly a compelling story, and uh, I, I found the walk of both characters throughout the, the series quite interesting to see how they, they both change and develop as individuals facing uh, the same issue, though not quite aware. Tell me, Tim, uh, why write? Is there some drive inside of you that yearns to tell these stories? Yes, I, I do believe that there is a compulsion to to create. And even if what is being created is not shared wi- widely, uh, the act of, of creating a story uh, that the writer finds gratifying is is a reward in itself to invent a new a new place where you can go and pull the 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 threads of existence as you see fit is a rewarding endeavor on its own and then beyond that having people engage with it whether positively or negatively uh is also is also rewarding uh in its own right it's it is validation some some writers certainly don't really care about the validation I, I I enjoy I I like to see that people like my work, uh, but if if at the end of the day if I was the only person to read it, then I would still be happy with that. I'm curious, uh, have you had any any interesting interactions uh, since releasing this series uh, with individuals uh, of whom it's impacted? I recall receiving an email from one reader who had said that I I should create a a setting book based in the world I created in the story, but create a rule book for a role playing game similar to Dungeons and or Dragons. That that would certainly be interesting. I've only played Dungeons and or Dragons a few times, um, but I I feel like it's becoming more and more popular. Uh, so not only do you write novels, but you also create a podcast. Uh, playing Dungeons and or Dragons with your friends. Uh, what What is that collective storytelling like? Well, it's it's very rewarding. It's interesting to to see how looking back on on where we are now compared to where I thought we would be when we started. It's interesting to see how the choices that the other players have made, in the game have have mutated the story they've they've shaped it themselves and i i always expected that they would but they've really shaped it in interesting and unexpected ways being and having to adapt to their choices can sometimes be frustrating as there are sometimes where they they themselves don't quite know what to do and since everyone has a hand on the wheel so to speak it's interesting when four of the five hands on the wheel aren't quite sure which which direction we should be going. But mostly, it's very rewarding to see my players enjoying the source material, enjoying the setting that I have, and and really being invested in the fate of not only their characters, but non-player characters who are, are essentially entirely disposable. And so when you've created this universe, and then you you have them come into it does that is is it ever disheartening for you as a as a creator and as a storyteller to have people almost come into your sandbox and kick your castle down at times i suppose that's that's a feeling there there were times when i envisioned certain cinematic moments that would transpire uh, but those choice because of choices that the players made those those moments never came to pass. But while that may be disappointing on one hand, the alternative, uh, me forcing this event to occur, is much less 
interesting and certainly would, I think, result in, in an unhappy group. For my mind, it's best to create a loose framework and certainly strive for certain events to happen, but always to be open to change, always to be open to the possibility that they may make choices that, that change the story. And most of the time, those changes are for the better. And so uh, in concluding with this idea of possibilities, I know everyone, all homies across across the nation, are wondering, uh, will you be writing any more novels? I do have a story in mind. Uh, I actually did attempt to write it and was not happy with the result. And so I, I made the decision to shelve the story and to think about it, let it let it settle. I think I was more enamored with the setting than with the characters. And the story for me always has to be grounded with the characters, uh, first and foremost. I didn't understand my own characters well enough, which is why that my attempt failed. So I do have a an idea uh, of a group of uh, low-level magic users, kind of like a... Uh, it's almost like a heist where the, the goal is to... Uh, for them to kill a despotic king who can see everything that before it happens. Hmm. That sounds like it would be quite the challenge um, to both do as characters and to write as an author. We uh, we look forward to to seeing what you create next. And and the last thing I suppose there is to do is for you to to let us know where we can find all of your content, both your Dungeons and or Dragons podcast as well as your fantasy trilogy. Great, yes. So my fantasy trilogy, The War of Histories, can be found on Amazon. They are ebooks that you can download. And my Dungeons and or Dragons podcast is uh, at knightsandnerds.com, or we are on Google Play, Spotify, iTunes, and Homey Listen, all these various podcast platforms. Wonderful. Thank you for joining us today, and thank you for continuing to be creative. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. Today's broadcast was brought to you by listeners like you. Through your engagement on Reddit at r slash the people of home and on Twitter with at the people of home, you are building this nation. You can also support the show at patreon.com slash the people of home, where for as little as $1 a month, you'll have access to our metasodes, bonus episodes discussing the creation of the broadcast itself. This broadcast is produced by Mecco Radio. Special thank you to Tim Mathias for joining us today. You can find his books, The War of Histories on Amazon, and his podcast, Knights and Nerds, wherever you get your podcasts. As a fan of both, I can vouch for Tim's storytelling abilities. Links will be in the description. Our production team this week includes Daniel Paget and myself, Alex Williams. Our theme music is by Joseph Cordara, and the world is based on the world created by William Richard Redledge. And remember, home is where the heart is. Mecco.